0: No longer greatness has arrived. Welcome to the Trophy Room, a PlayStation podcast made by the players for the players. I am your host, Joseph, a.k.a. Mr. BadBit, and it is here where me and my best friend, Kyle, talk about the latest, the greatest, and sometimes not so greatest in all things PlayStation. Of course, you can listen to the show wherever you get your podcasts and on YouTube at The Trophy Room Show. If you like what you hear, please consider dropping us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts, or if you really, really like us, you can throw us a buck our way over at patreon.com slash Room. So, with all that said, and with all that out of the way, the greatest co-host, whoever is, whoever will be, Mr. Kyle Stevenson, how are you, sir?
1: Feeling pretty great. I would like to uh, make a petition right now. Okay. that we leave that long silence for the video version of the show. I don't think of any other episode that deserves that amount of lead time and deep breathing <laughs> before mm-hmm. we start. It was executed perfectly. Even though I know you're doing that for technical reasons, Yeah, <laughs> I-, I think content-wise, it makes a whole lot of sense for what we're about to get into today. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: it's a, We're going to be needing a whole lot of deep breathing exercises because this week in PlayStation... Has been a rough one. Like today, we're going to be talking about the MLB, the show coming to Game Pass controversy fiasco that has been just riddled this whole week. We're going to be talking about Hideo Kojima possibly partnering with Microsoft. We're going to be talking about PlayStation Now finally hitting Game Pass, but it's a big swing and a miss. We're going to be talking about E3 2020 coming back and PlayStation not there. And then some good news. BioWare, breaking down some more Mass Effect Legendary Edition, and what it's going to change from Mass Effect 1. But before we get into all of that, Kyle, how are you doing this week, man? I missed you on last week's show.
1: Yeah, I missed you too. Uh, yeah. if, if anyone would like to listen to the Lost episode, you can go to the Twitch archive. It's still there. Uh, yeah. But yeah, had a great time. I'm sorry you had to go through all that technical garbage that was completely not your fault. It just happens. But... uh when when you're in need of a dynamite co-host at last minute, you call in Sean Sean Capri. Yeah, he, yeah, he's, I he's want to thank Sean Hall well. of Fame, a level of uh, a of Podcasting. a podcaster and, and a guest. And thank you so much, Sean, for coming on. Mm-hmm. But I'm ready to talk and yell about some Evil be the show.
0: <laughs> oh, ho, ho, ho. Some good, some of people. bad. A lot of people yelling about it this past week. Yeah. Suddenly, everybody cares about baseball again. Right? Suddenly, the Mets are playing and they're still losing Kyle. Oh, but I want to yeah. talk about, before we get into all the news, I do want to talk about the elephant in the room, which is, this is the glasses show. This is the intellectual yeah, for show. For
1: visual watchers on YouTube. Yes. Uh, this is actually something I've noticed for, I don't know, maybe the last couple of months while we, we mm-hmm. record. I noticed like halfway through the show, everything gets blurry. Mm. And I think it's just because I'm looking at screens all day, my eyes just yep. can't take it anymore, so I picked up some of these gunner glasses. I am now an official MLG gamer. Oh my god. Um, I probably look like the biggest fucking nerd in the room, <laughs> but you know what?
0: Where's your G Fuel, dude? You gotta have a G Fuel.
1: I haven't, Uh-oh, nope, exactly. that's not even an empty can of Mountain Dew, it's a Dr. Pepper. Uh, it's it's right here somewhere.
0: It's somewhere. You know what, it's G Fuel, somewhere. hit us up. Yeah, G Fuel, hey. listen... I hear you just hand those out to anybody these days. (laughs) With that said, yeah, we have a banger of a show. We're wearing glasses because our eyes are old and decrepit. And before we get into all of that, I want to talk to you guys about Patreon. I want to thank all our new Patreon producers. I want to thank our Platinum producers, Todd Burwitz, And too soon, our Gold producers, Chaotic, Go- uh, Chaotic Monkey, Gavin Goffrey, Griffin West, Jose Jimenez, Jedi Master Ren, and Metal Kirby. I want to thank our Silver Plus members, Hyde Doors, Marcus O'Neal. Oh, it's just Ray. JB the purple monkey, Jadas Vaughn medal, Tim off and Justin Rodriguez. Thank you all so much for making this show happen each and every week. We would not be here without you. And like we always say, if we ever got you through a long car ride, a tough day at work, whatever the situation may be, it really does help us out going over to patreon.com slash PS trophy room. Toss a buck our way. Keep this show going with that. Kyle, listen, this is, uh, This is an episode, so I want everybody to buckle up. We're going for a wild ride because it has not been a good few weeks for PlayStation in terms of them just even talking to the community. And we've been seeing massive moves by Microsoft in the past, not just years of Game Pass, but in the past few weeks. And Sony just seemingly silent. And this news, I think, finally shook us. As PlayStation
1: gamers so take it away Kyle Chandler Wood over at PlayStation Lifestyle writes Sony says the decision to put MLB the show 21 on Xbox Game Pass was made by MLB The PlayStation Studios published and Sony's San Diego Studio-developed MLB The Show 21 isn't just coming to Xbox platforms. It's also launching as a free title on Microsoft's Xbox Game Pass service, a move that shocked many when it was announced earlier this week. Apparently, the, the decision to release the game on Xbox Game Pass was made by MLB, not Sony. Speaking with Inverse, a representative for PlayStation said, quote, As part of the goal for this year's game, MLB decided to bring the franchise to more players and baseball fans. This decision provides a unique opportunity to further establish MLB The Show as the premier brand for baseball video games, end quote. The, the decision to bring MLB The Show to get Xbox was made when Sony renewed the licensing agreements back at the end of 2019. While not explicitly stated, it's widely understood that part of the agreement included a requirement from MLB to bring the formerly PlayStation-exclusive game outside of the PlayStation ecosystem to other platforms. Similarly, it appears that the choice to launch MLB The Show 21 on Xbox Game Pass was a strategic move by MLB to get the game into the hands of more players on a platform the game has never been on before. This broke the internet. (laughs) Uh, Seems a is, whole lot of people care about MLB the Show all of a sudden, <laughs> and I have feelings about it. So, Kyle,
0: what are your feelings? Because honestly, goodness, this is this is huge news. Absolutely,
1: um, this has yeah.
0: huge implications for PlayStation. This is a PlayStation Studios game being not just published on Xbox. We knew that over a year now, mm-hmm. and we were fine with it. But this is now coming day and date into Game Pass. You know, a few months back, Jim Ryan said we're never going to have like that Game Pass thing. We're not going to have our games day and date in a streaming or or whatever service um, because it's just not sustainable for us. But mm-hmm. here is a game, understandably so, published by by MLB, not Sony for for the multiplat for for Xbox, but it's coming day and date for Xbox. So Kyle, what are your feelings? Because I haven't heard you on this. Everybody, it's either we want to burn Sony at the stake or it's a laissez-faire, but this does suck if you're a PlayStation fan. Yeah. Right. I think
1: I think when the news came out, I think I tweeted, like, I'm happy about it because a lot of people get to play the best sports game in video games. Emily, yeah. the show. Something I've been preaching on the show forever. Mm-hmm. Um So I was happy about it, and I was like, oh, maybe this means, like, this is like a win-win for Sony because they probably got a lot of money for this Game Pass thing, and who knows what else, like, shooting for the stars, dreaming, like, oh, maybe, like, a ploy to plan for more Bethesda games to come on PlayStation in the future (laughs) type of thing. Um, But in reality, they didn't really have any say. Uh, It was MLB that really... Not force their hand, but like talk to X ex- Microsoft and say, "Here, put us on a Game Pass, stay and date, give us the money type of type of deal." And uh, I'm I'm torn. One, why? Why are you torn? One, I'm torn because what my initial feelings were. More people get to play it. Awesome. Yeah. But then I'm like, "What are you doing, Sony?" <laughs> why are you allowing this? Not in like mm. a fanboy Xbox vs PlayStation thing. Just like why aren't you treating your own first-party lineup with the same kind of like fervor and mm. and, and and like fan appreciation for this? Like right. it it does suck that it's not coming to PS Plus in that month.
0: I mean you've been a supporter of this game for so long. Yeah.
1: I'm still buying it full price. I'm right. still getting my you Jackie Robinson. Hat. Yeah. I that that is my <laughs> thing. I get the steel book. I get the hat. Yeah. Um I'm still buying it. And I yeah. and I think I think it's a little it's a little messed up and delusional to think that Sony is going to just start doing this. Big first party yeah. titles, day and date, PS plus it's happening, or the same month or whatever. It, they're two completely different ideas in how mm-hmm. to, to deal with their video game IPs. Like Xbox mm-hmm. has their their Game Pass service <clears throat> that is not just on their console. It's on your phone, it's on your PC, it's on your consoles, it's everywhere. PlayStation doesn't have that. PlayStation mm-hmm. is still on the you need this console to play our games type of situation.
0: Right. So this two completely
1: mindsets. Yeah.
0: And we've been fine with that as PlayStation Gamers. I'm fine with that. I love the launch of the PS5. I love Miles Morales. I keep on getting lost in that game. I I love Demon's Souls. I love Sackboy uh, uh, Big Adventure. So like, you know, their launch was fantastic Mm -hmm. in terms of supporting that.
1: Best launch of all time, I would say.
0: Honestly, goodness, it was fantastic. But now we're getting to the to the couple of months here where Sony's just like, yeah, we're going to be, we're just going to shut up and let our games do the talking. And there's no games. That's, you know, we're in this, we're in this dry lull of waiting for returnal or waiting for ratchet or the long wait for horizon. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we're seeing Microsoft make these huge moves and this, these huge announcements that, you know, just weeks apart have to add up even as a PlayStation fan you're now kind of looking out the window going, Holy shit, Microsoft's got Bethesda, they got Game Pass, this this uh this MLB the show deal, they got Outriders. Xbox fans are eating and we're just looking and and, and our food's being prepared, right? But we kinda we we want at least the appetizer. You yeah. know what I mean? So it is it is this like, yeah, I'm happy for MLB. I'm happy for the show. This is a great game for what you tell me. I'm not a big uh Mm -hmm. sports guys so like this is cool and seems like a great get if you're mlb and it really does as as xbox i i really have this feeling of this is their you know this is how you trade your old games right back in 2013 Mm -hmm. you know where is handing it to adam boys and the whole drm fiasco with xbox and playstation totally taking advantage of it Absolutely. Xbox knows that Game Pass is is the killer app. It's something that you may not say you want as a PlayStation fan, but deep down you want it. And they know that MLB The Show is a PlayStation studio. So if they can give you the comparison as a PlayStation owner, because you don't need to convince Xbox that Game Pass is great or whatever, that there's value to it. But if you're Xbox... How do you show that to a PlayStation gamer to entice them to at least try an Xbox or at least yeah. try a Game Pass? This is how. So I very much think Phil Spencer walked on over to MLB and just went, all right, yeah. how much money? How much money and, do we need yeah. to give you to I think, make this happen?
1: I think you made a couple of points there that I want to touch on. Touch on. One, it. that is something that we as PlayStation fans need to understand or or, or like the PlayStation fan base as a whole Mm-hmm. Sony and PlayStation are never going to be able to compete with Microsoft on the money front, I, I, at least until it, it, in twenty years from now, maybe. Right. It's just like Microsoft has a ton of mummy mom, money <laughs> to throw around to get right. these deals done. That is just not something that PlayStation and Sony kind of have to do. Uh, yeah. And the other point you uh, and I forgot it. Nope, it's gone. No, That's don't fun. worry. While,
0: while you're thinking of it, yeah. like Todd Ocra actually on Twitter, a fan and friend of the show, uh, he wrote like, look, Microsoft's a trillion dollar company. Uh, you have PlayStation or, or Sony, a hundred and forty million dollar company, Nintendo, eighty six, or sorry, million billion, eighty six billion for Nintendo. Microsoft gets to make these huge deals and invest in, in, in ways that these companies just can't. And that's something as a PlayStation fan, we accept because yeah, it is like, look, it's, it's big dick, you know, money moves at the end of the day. Mm -hmm. I get it. My, you know, PlayStation can't buy a Bethesda. And to an extent, that does sour me a little bit, right? As, as it doesn't seem to me as a consumer PlayStation fair that microsoft gets to make those moves and gatekeep their content that they literally bought but it's their right to do so and it does entice me to go and buy an xbox Mm -hmm. whereas we as playstation gamers i think we're an easy lay we just kind of want the equivalent from playstation it's like okay we know you can't do a one for one right you would need an influx of money that that's literally like that's Apple money, right? That's like if Apple came over, knocked on Sony's door, "What? we're buying this whole company, then you get to have, you know, big, big daddy <laughs> uh, Tim Cook over there tossing you a whole bunch of money to make this Apple Arcade for PlayStation be this whole big thing. You need a, another big mega giant corporation to come in there. Microsoft knows they have the money to kind of, not to say bully, but to make these big moves. Yeah. And, PlayStation can't, and it's a horrible look no matter where you, where you slice this pie. It's going to be uneven because you're taking a look at MLB the show going, yeah, this is the comparison. Now as a PlayStation owner, I get it. Whether I own an Xbox or, or not, this is a PlayStation title. Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah.
0: On an Xbox, on a Series X, a capable machine, if not better, for a better deal.
1: Yeah. It, yeah. Now I'm looking around.
0: I remember what I, was, say, you know.
1: what I was going to say. The, Go this it. is the same kind of talk around PlayStation when PS4 first launched. How, where there was such a long drought in games after the launch. Yeah. Like, Infamous Second Son came out way later than I thought we all wanted it to. Mm-hmm. And what we were hoping. What, six months? Yeah, yeah I think
0: it was in March. Yeah. The mar- and the launch was so in it's, November, So, yeah, yeah,
1: around that, around that part uh, point. Yeah. And I think if we had a Returnal, if we had yeah. a Ratchet already, I don't think this news would be as big as it is. Right. Because we have these big experiences, these other first-party games, out in our hands that we're playing. We're not still riding the coattails of a Demon Souls, of a Miles Morales, of a Sackboy. Yeah. Uh, we have... Or these PS5 upgrades to, like, a God of War and whatnot. We don't we would have these new experiences to keep us, uh, satiated, satiated. Thank you. Instead yeah. of seeing again, a IP and a franchise that is one of the best exclusives PlayStation's ever had for a decade plus, And that would be the show when it is, uh, shown off and, 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 tweeted out that it's going to be on game pass day, day and date. That's huge yeah. news. That's yeah. a major PlayStation studios. IP, that is now going to have not just the PlayStation Studios logo on startup. It's going to have the Xbox logo on the startup, yeah. which is very weird.
0: It's going to probably yeah. headline Game Pass because yeah. you really want to nail that home. And you're totally right. I think if in it's in in the start of every generation, PS2, PS3, there's always this lull for mm-hmm. for a good long while. You know, about like eight months to a year of like content, especially with what we're what we're in right now with the the stay-at-home and such, it's even it's even more barren, right? Games are getting delayed constantly so much that it's not even making the news here on the show because it's just like, it's happening. You know, like, Lego Star Wars, delayed. (laughs) You know, Goblin Knights, delayed. So it's even more barren than ever. And the only person that is making noise is Microsoft, which Mm -hmm. usually isn't the case. Usually it is like, both of them are kind of quiet. They have their releases for the first year. Things start ramping up that year, too. Here, this is a different animal. This is a different beast. This is a different competitor. Uh, one that's a lot more hungrier. And a lot, one that has a lot more to prove from last generation. Yeah. to this one.
1: I, I think once again they've they've switched. I, I think from PS2 going into PS3, Xbox was new 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 on town, right? So they had something to prove. Yeah, and, and it, it took. Um, It didn't take as long for them to take hold of everyone's, like... When you think video games and consoles, you think 360 and Xbox. Because that's they they killed it, that generation. And then when we got to PS4 and Xbox One, Sony took it back. And now it seems like Xbox is now clawing back and is now sitting on top of making the right decisions. And something that I feared of Sony being arrogant Sony. Like, hey, we're in the lead.
0: Is, do you think this is it? This I is think Eric we're very Sony?
1: close. I, if we we're don't hear, posthumous? if we don't hear from Sony or or have some major news, I put that in quotes because, like, yes, we got confirmation. PSVR two is in the works, and the the um, oh my god, dev kits are going out. Right. Like that is major news for Sony and PlayStation, but it, that's not like. Look at this cool new game that we're get, going to get to play on our consoles right. very soon. So, or like here's the, this,
0: this service that people, yes. it seems like the masses actually give a and shit PS about. PS Plus where,
1: is is killing it, but it's yeah. not to the same level of Game Pass at all.
0: So lethal writes in, and just so you know, I want to thank everybody who wrote in on this subject because the Discord was aflame today about yeah, it was. this. <laughs> and so uh we're we're in the Pony Express, okay? You can send your mail yeehaw! over to Yeah over to PS Trophy Room on Twitter or the Trophy Room Discord server each and every Wednesday, and we get those questions, we answer them on the show. Lethal writes in with this Sony is in a tough position here. People who have both an Xbox and PlayStation are going to gravitate more to Xbox with these Game Pass third-party deals. People who only have a PlayStation are probably looking at the other side right now, seeing the moves they're making and wondering what is Sony going to do to answer to it? It just seems like Xbox has been doing a whole lot for its subscribers and Sony is just staying quiet. It's not to say that they aren't working on something, but is the something they're working on going to be enough to combat the value of both the price and content quality and incremental consistency? That's a whole lot of words right there. That's a lot of five-dollar <laughs> words you to toss around. But yeah, like, what, what is Sony doing? <coughs> Do you think they're actually propelling PlayStation now to be something more than mediocrity? Like, let's be real here. That's what it is. I'm not here to, like... Again, Sony's not tossing me a check to say, "Oh, PS Now's the greatest thing ever." It is what it is. Yeah. Is also, are like quiet because they're working, or they're quiet because they're being?
1: Complacent? I I don't know if I have the exact answer to that one, but I, I do want to clear up some uh, some things I've been seeing on Twitter about PS Now. Please. All yeah. PS4 games on PS Now you can download to your system. Yes, That is something you can do. I, I saw a lot of people on Twitter being like, oh, well, we can't even still... We still have to stream our games on PS Now. No, it's not fun. true. PS4 and some of the PS2 classics on there, I believe you can download. Yes. PS3 is where it gets wonky because of the whole uh, cell processor garbage move. to stream move. it because of that, yeah. Yes. Um, PS Now, you're right. It's not a Game Pass uh, level. It's not. No. Um, How yes, do we make it? I I think this month is a good start, and we'll get into yeah. that a little bit later. But I just some simple what I feel like are simple tweaks of these PS4 games that have PS5 upgrades. You know, make that a thing even on PS Now. Um, yeah, there's. I mean, I'll save it for that story. There's. I can go in on that one, but I I don't think. I don't know if Sony is like hard at work at that. I think they have big Sony. Conference thing in June, they're probably working real hard on. I, I think mm-hmm. they're they're making sure that Returnal is getting all the love uh, that it needs. Same with Ratchet, making sure Gorilla and and Horizons coming along well. Checking in with Corey and God of War, making sure that hits for my fantasy critic scores. <laughs> uh, I, I think they are really focused on their first party IPs, and that's yeah. not that's not a bad thing in my eyes. Make sure right. they're they're killing it, and I'm going to be a happy customer. Uh, but like PS Plus has been killing it. Like if if you have P if you take PS Plus and line it head to head with Xbox games with golds, it's not even a contest. It's PS not Plus not even a competition murders them. murder like in, uh, it's bad.
0: Each and every month, I don't even know. Like is Hot Wheels their game with gold? I have no idea. Never I don't know. I don't know. There. Here's the thing. My my they they need to make an equivalent, and it doesn't. I I understand PlayStation can't be like okay. Every single PlayStation game day and date. I understand yeah. that. They don't have the money to, to, to bolster that or money to lose on creating that service. You know what I mean? um like like microsoft has you know look they gave you know game pass away for a dollar for for a mm-hmm. year or two right it, they lost money on that just to gain it back where those subscribers are staying there yeah. they're being subscribed monthly and they're also buying those games
1: dlc microtransactions and on top once of that. again they have multiple ways to play their games in game pass Yeah, sony is just ps5 ps4 that's it yeah
0: Again, we're not the achievement hall. We're not changing our name. We're being critical because we enjoy the brand, but we understand it needs to change. And honestly, I, I've been thinking about Disney plus a lot of like, so how can, how can we have a subscription model that works? And I feel like Disney plus is a great alternative of like, Hey, listen, we understand you guys want our, you know, you want our backwards compatibility stuff. You want our legacy stuff. Here's a subscription service where each and every month we're going to add new new retro games to the store for you to go and enjoy. Here's five PlayStation 1 classics. Here's five PlayStation 2 classics. Here's a PS3 classic every month or every quarter for you to enjoy. Then, yeah, throwing in your first-party lineup for PlayStation 4 games Mm -hmm. in there. And you can do it. We see you make great services with PlayStation Plus. You can do this, Sony. Like, PlayStation Plus is legit of uh, an amazing value. And as a PlayStation 5 owner, I got to play Oddworld, a game I would have never bought. And Kyle, spoiler alert, I'm actually liking it a lot. Ooh, nice. So so you can make a service that's compelling, not on the same level of. And let's just say, how about you enhance the discounts of your first-party titles? You don't have a Black Widow situation. Look, nobody's freaking out that we have to pay 30 bucks for black widow when it comes out july 9th but we are still subscribers of it right we're not upset because a we don't have to go to the theater and b we know that mcu's quality so we don't care we'll pay it if the content's so good we don't necessarily the consumer doesn't necessarily give two shits right they'll be like ah, it sucks but whatever i'm watching black widow in my house so like if we can have that same level of service for PlayStation, I think that's great. If like I'm paying 40 bucks instead of 70 for returnal, give me like a 30% off of all PlayStation first party games. Awesome. I'm so in Mm -hmm. like, give us a service that is not an equivalent, but just give me something. (laughs) You know what I mean? I know it seems like I'm asking a lot. I know when we have these conversations, we come off entitled, but it is something to take a look at. Of this real question, you know, we're seeing a lot of people tonight going, "What? What is? What is Jim Ryan actually doing?"
1: I t- to that last sentence you just said, I don't think it's just us feeling coming off as entitled. Mm-hmm. And this is might be like one of the hottest takes I'll ever say. Say it. Also, like spoiler alert: hot takes are stupid. I I hate them. But when when it comes to this, <laughs> like. I feel when I see the conversation on Twitter and on all social media about specifically this PS Now, PS Plus versus Game Pass kind of thing, and why can't all first-party Sony games be day-in-day on PS Plus, whatever, that to me is the biggest form of entitlement I've ever seen. Mm. Like, why do you want everything to be free and for the price to stay the same? Why, mm. like, they're... they're that's not going to be a viable thing. Like Jim Ryan even said, the reason uh, the reason Game Pass works for them is because we just talked about it here. Microsoft has the money yeah. to back it, so if it doesn't, if they don't have a crazy number of subscribers or not, they can still kind of sort of eat that cost. Yeah. Sony can't take that risk. They need people yeah. buying their discs. They need people buying their games in order for them to put that money back into the games themselves studios themselves to continue making these amazing things that they make so when people are like I want it day and date it's not fair like this is stupid that's so entitled you sound like a bratty little kid that wants candy for breakfast and that bugs me to no end (laughs) and here's the thing you're totally right it
0: is it is entitled for like like of course I would love to never pay for a game or Yes, a dollar a month. I am the poor boy.
1: Let me play everything for free. <laughs>
0: exactly. But I understand that, you know, business is business and people need to make yeah. money to whatever. So I get it. Capitalism. But at the same exact time, I, I I I think you're right. It's you look, Microsoft was able to pour billions of dollars into an idea. And when we're talking billions, I mean look at the Bethesda deal. For just a snapshot of of content. It bought that for $7.4 million. That's two Star Wars, right? They're in talks for Discord to, to purchase that for $10 billion to help enhance Game Pass as a service. Let alone Post all the measure. other
1: studios that they bought before Bethesda. Exactly.
0: Sony doesn't have that type of fuck you money rolling around to make that big of, of a, of a, of a roll of the dice on. So I get it. Just try to make something that's an equivalent. We're not asking you to answer Netflix of Netflix. We're, we're asking answer Netflix of Hulu, answer Netflix of Disney Plus. You know, answer it with these other services that you could take the models off of that are similar, but different and have their own gives and takes to them.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You know, that may not be as expensive or as big of a risk, but I do think silver lining here is PlayStation could take a look at what's going on here with mlb the show as a valuable lesson not just in pr but when we're talking about look devs get to see how much how game pass affects the sales not just the publishers Mm -hmm. sony's getting that check as well as the mlb it's not like mlb was tugging sony's arm going you're doing this because i said so yeah They, they literally said you're doing this because we said so and sony's like Okay, we like money, but all right. <laughs> and,
1: Let alone going, the billions of dollars they'll be making off of microtransactions and, and Exactly in game cards that are gaining. So they get to year. track all that. Yeah.
0: And they get to say, Okay, so it worked for the first month, but it was a sustainable long run, right? They they if if things go go poorly for them, or they could see, Oh my god, actually This model does work really well Mm -hmm. and work with something like that, right? They could take this as a lesson, as a homework for whatever they build in the future. I really do hope that's the case. I really do hope that's the case. Yeah. But am I convinced solely? I don't know yet. I don't know because they haven't spoken to us. Mm -hmm. That said, listen, we went 20 minutes on this topic. We got a lot of thoughts and a lot of opinions. Guess what? (laughs) We're still on the train. All right. We haven't stopped. The brakes, I don't even think they fucking work, Kyle. Jim
1: Ryan, strike one.
0: Strike one. Let's, strike get to,
1: let's get a strike two. Jeff Grubb over Adventure Beat. Abandon for PS5 is not a secret Hideo Kojima game. Kojima Productions is making a new game, but it's not abandoned for PlayStation 5. Earlier today, Sony Interactive Entertainment revealed the trailer for Abandon, which is a horror project from developer Blue Box Games. But that trailer and the developer's spotty history are just odd enough to cause some people to speculate that Abandon is secretly the next game from Metal Gear Solid creator Hideo Kojima. That is not the case. One of the reasons people believe abandon is from Kojima is because it's difficult to find a lot of information about Blue Box games, but that isn't because it's a shell corporation for Kojima Productions. Instead, Blue Box is simply a small studio that has never released a major console game before. Blue Box's website is dead. It has a game in early access on Steam that it has stopped updating, and it has yet another similar game that it attempted to launch on Steam's now-defunct Greenlight program. But the biggest piece of evidence I have that Abandoned is not a Kojima joint is that Kojima is in talks with Microsoft about publishing his next game, according to a source familiar with the matter. And yes, that statue on Phil Spencer's shelf was referencing a potential deal with the legendary developer. I cannot confirm if Xbox closed the deal yet, but my understanding is that Kojima is the focus of a Microsoft plan to leverage Japanese talent.
0: This also leads into what Jess Corden said, is that Microsoft is tapping a lot of Japanese talent to start working on Xbox exclusives. Again, I know this sounds like we're the Achievement Hall. where We power your dreams. <laughs> <laughs> but this is The Trophy Room, a PlayStation podcast, I assure you. This was breaking as we started this show. I don't have a planned question here, but I'm just going to wing it. With this breaking news, Kojima coming on seemingly on board with team Xbox to not, I'm not assuming they're buying Kojima productions. I think Just Kojima likes being game. independent. Yeah. I think they're publishing it like a death stranding situation. Why is this strike two for Jim Ryan, Kyle? You, I, do you think they should have snatched Kojima productions? Cause honest to goodness, when I look at this news, I'm like, okay. Like as much as I love death stranding, it was my first Kojima game. Weird as all hell great one of the best if not the best soundtrack in the game and i'll fight you i don't think it sold well i think sony walked away from that deal a little burnt i think they gave the bad man the keys to the car and they didn't they they didn't see the return that i think they expected so i think they kind of walked away and they're not kind of burnt on that deal but walking in here why do you think it's a mistake why do you think kojima working with xbox is a
1: is a big hoo-ha over at PlayStation. Big hoo-ha. <laughs> um, I think it's because having Kojima Productions under the PlayStation umbrella, and I'm not just saying buy out Kojima Productions because I don't think Hideo will ever do that. I think I think he's learned from his the Konami uh, awfulness that what they did to him, that he enjoys <laughs> his freedom. Um, but I do think at least having that game be on multi-platform or Mm -hmm. or just having like a blanket that your next two games or whatever are for PlayStation only and PC because Death Stranding came to PC. Um, I think that would have been a wise move because the Kojima under PlayStation will garner a ton of interest Mm -hmm. and a lot of people will come and play his game just because they love him. They love his mm-hmm. games, whether you like Death Stranding or not. It's a Kojima game, and people love Kojima, and they played that regardless.
0: Yeah. Same thing
1: with *Metal Gear Solid*. Like they love those games because a, I've heard they're pretty good. I haven't played through them all, uh, but they they love Kojima and they love that he's not afraid to make what he wants to make, and they they appreciate his his vision. Mm-hmm. Um, and he is like a. Trying to find a good example of like no matter where he goes, people will flock to.
0: Breaking, Jeff Grubb has confirmed the deal has closed.
1: Oh, it has closed Yeah. Yep. Oh. So Um,
0: I don't think this one burns too bad. That was I, quick I under- Jeff Grubb. <laughs> <laughs> thank god I thank God I looked. Um so yeah, I don't think this deal is the worst thing in the world, but I do think his name carries weight with uh, gamers, right? You and me, people that are in the know, people that are fans of his work, people that know, you know, the Konami ordeal, um, people that follow the game industry know of Kojima. And I think that's what really carries weight and resonance that, look, in the beginning, Kojima wanted to do something really weird. And PlayStation was the one that hopped on it, just like with, you know, Jade Raymond, how micro- or Sony's like, hey, we are funding this PlayStation exclusive from Haven Studios. This is kind of the same exact thing from from a, um, a seemingly bigger deal because Kojima's just such a... I mean, we could trademark his name at this part, point, right? Um, you know, I think that has resonance with gamers, and I think that's why it's such a big deal, but I don't know necessarily... If that means that this game is going to be the blockbuster that Microsoft wants, just because I don't think it was the blockbuster Sony wanted in terms of Death Stranding. But another question here, Kyle: Does this mean we get Death Stranding on an Xbox? Does does Kyle the hits to it? the stomach keep keep coming, Kyle? I'm still so, I'm still
1: looking for the confirmation because I can't find it. Oh, it, it it was in a DM of mine. Door. Oh, it's, it's, oh it's, it's, it's look legit. at you with inside yeah. sources. Oh, look at <laughs> Wait, you. Where's my glasses? Where's my glasses? Put them back on.
0: Yeah, my inside source, but a bird on my shoulder told me. <laughs> um. So yeah, uh, it was off Reddit, by the way. No inside source. Come on. Um. But yeah, you're the said, one that said DM. <laughs> I mean, it was in the DM, but it was from Reddit. Listen, we're Got getting, okay. we're losing track here, Kyle. We're getting back here. <clears throat> <laughs> Do you think we're going to get a Dutch Standing on an Xbox? If so, does that mean that Horizon references and Conan are not oh, part that's right. yeah, of the yeah, Xbox yeah. suite? And I think even Shuhei was in Dutch Standing as well.
1: Uh, right? I don't know if he was, actually. Oh, okay. uh, the, well, the, tro- the Trojan horse infiltrating Xbox is getting bigger if that happens. Um <laughs> I don't know if that means this training's coming to Xbox. Okay. I think whatever this deal covers will be for his next game. Yeah. Um But I, I do again, we're the trophy room, PlayStation, uh, you know, where greatness awaits and all that yeah. jazz. I swear to God, listen to the last episode, <laughs> we were way more positive. <laughs> good on good on Xbox for realizing that they need more Japanese-developed games on their yeah. thing, yeah. on their, their ecosystem, because it's like nothing. I can laugh at the amount of RPGs that are on the Xbox platform. It's, JRPGs. It's, JRPGs, yeah. The, there's, like, barely any. And that's going oh. all the way back from, like, 360 Xbox One days. Like, there's, like, nothing. Yeah. Um, not saying and now that, there's
0: even murmurs and rumblings that Final Fantasy VII Remake will be coming to Game Pass. Oh, well. I mean... Th- I mean, we could assume we're that. kind it of figured that. Plus, yeah. yeah. But, yeah.
1: um... And that's not to say Japanese developers only do JRPGs. But, like, I, mm-hmm. I think those voices are certainly missing from Xbox's side of things. So this deal does make a lot of sense. Yeah. Um, but I do... I hope it's not the last time we see Kojima under the PlayStation brand. I don't think it is. I think he will be back in the future. I think he might even be making two games at once. I don't know. Probably mm. not. Uh, mm. But I can dream. I want more Death Stranding because <laughs> I love yeah. that game. But yeah, I,
0: even even thinking about this, this is a new story PlayStation put out on the blog of this game abandoned. Um, of like these screenshots or like this old trailer of this really weird survival horror game that's in the works coming out later this year and it's still like a rake step because they're like here's news that'll kind of maybe bury things this is a new game that's coming out later in the year mm-hmm. and then people are like Kojima and then you have the bigger story of Jeff Grubber going no this game that PlayStation announced today is not Kojima Kojima making an Xbox game it's like still you get the rake hit in the face yeah. you know it's not that's a good cool. week for PlayStation it's a rough well- one but here's okay here's the final bit of we're getting there, knees.
1: Yeah, strike two and a half. Two and a it, half. It, it, it's a nice little foul foul ball yeah. to stay alive. Uh, Adam Vajestica over at Tech Radar. PS now finally hits back at Xbox Game Pass, but swings and misses. Wow, a lot of baseball references going. Right? on. That wasn't oh, even goodness. mine. That's the title of the article. I think that was SEO wrote. on a website's behalf. <laughs> I get it. Uh, Sony has added two noteworthy titles to PS Now that should have made its subscription service a lot more appealing to newcomers, existing subscribers alike, and more importantly, PS5 owners. However, that's sadly not the case. PS Now subscribers can now download Marvel's Avengers and Borderlands 3, as well as The Long Dark. Both Marvel's Avengers and Borderlands 3 received free next-gen upgrades from PlayStation 5, but frustratingly, these versions aren't available. PS Now still only gives subscribers access to PS4, PS3, and PS2 games, and Sony has since clarified to IGN that only the PS4 versions of Marvel's Avengers and Borderlands 3 are available.
0: Oh boy.
1: I I don't I'm so confused. Because <laughs> okay. th- this is the thing where like if you download these games, right? Yes. You're able to download them because they're PS4 games from PS Now onto your system. Mm-hmm. How does that not allow you to get the upgrade to get the full experience?
0: Let me take off the glasses now. (laughs) Why did we have a a Final Fantasy VII on PlayStation Plus that can't be upgraded to the PlayStation Mm, 5 version? Good point. Right? Good point. So this is more, uh, again, what's supposed to be a good news for a PlayStation story ends up going, okay... There's faults of PlayStation now. It's PlayStation still pretty cool though.
1: How two so? two pretty good big games.
0: Yeah. Borderlands are, three.
1: And, and Marvel's, Marvel's Avengers, Avengers that are on PS now. Mm-hmm. I, I Borderlands Three is one of my favorites. I think I love that game. That's a great get. You should play that game. Uh Marvel's Avengers, not everyone's cup of tea. It's not what we wanted from an Avengers game. I personally thought it was pretty cool. But I I totally understand why people right. didn't like it. But still, those are big gets for PS Now where the last couple of months have been like PlayStation stuff that have either already yeah. been on there or are part of the PS Plus collection. So, like, it's, it's... It's kind of like, remember
0: when we made fun of Games of Gold? Yes. This is our Games of Gold. Yeah. It's like we have three games every month, but nobody really cares. And then... It gets just dwarfed by the better service. Let's be honest. Game Pass, which is just like, here's nine games (laughs) that's coming out this, this, this month. And they're legit new titles like Outriders and, you know, MLB the show that kind of just dwarfs all that again. It also underlines PlayStation's convoluted backwards compatibility. What works? What gets upgraded? What doesn't? Um, you know, and, PlayStation reiterated that this is a PlayStation 4 service. So yes, they do yeah. hint, they do hint when they had that clarification that there is a PlayStation 5 service happen uh, in the works, one would assume, if you have to be that, you know, pinpoint about it. So it does give me hope that maybe we're going to get something, an announcement sooner rather than later. But I really hope that this PS5 service is a PlayStation service. That, you know, when we, upgrade to the PlayStation 6 and what how many long, you know, amount of years that takes, that this carries forward and we don't have to deal with these stupid backwards compatibility issues that we run into as gamers. So, yeah. it Again, this is a foul ball, but I don't think it's the worst thing in the world at all. I really, I really think that there's there's a chance for PS now to evolve into something Better, and I mm-hmm. think that this is the first sign of that. That said, Famous Sheamus writes in, Do you think, also, most Famous Seamus, almost missed that. I've ever met in my whole entire life. Do you think Avengers being on PlayStation now can improve the numbers for the game? Because
1: Absolutely. Because we saw,
0: we saw the DLC, it kind of came and went. It's back to pre-patched yeah. numbers.
1: Yeah, sure. I mean, I get that, but I I think if you look at how Outriders did, because it's on Game Pass day and date, I think a lot of people who were intrigued by it Mm. will hop in and download it and play it, and if they like it, then they'll upgrade it to the PS5 version. Mm. I I do think that is a a thing that can happen with this game. I think a lot of people saw uh, uh, or, or heard about, like, More of the misses than the hits with with Avengers. Sure. And I think they waited for either a super sale or an opportunity like this to try it out before buying. And I think this is a great get for that because that game game deserves this kind of treatment where people get their hands on it and see if they like it first before diving fully in.
0: Yeah. I'm going to be honest. I think it may improve their numbers for a little bit just for people that pique the curiosity, but I don't think there's any saving to this game. I I kinda think it's its moment came and went. And I don't I don't think there's a redemption for it. I don't think it starts with PlayStation now either. Uh, and it goes into hide and question as well. They write in, do you think that Avengers coming to PlayStation now will it be more beneficial move for PlayStation, increase the attach rate for the service or for the publisher game sales for people wanting to play it after it leaves the service?
1: I it mean, leaves in July, it, by the way,
0: it leaves in July. I do like that. PlayStation tells you when these games leave. Mm-hmm. Borderlands like...
1: leaves in September.
0: Yeah. Um, I think this is more beneficial to the service, to get more eyes on it, rather than game sales. But let's hope it does both, honestly. Yeah,
1: yeah. I, I would actually lean a little bit more towards people wanting to, to pay for it after it leaves. Because mm-hmm. that does... July, you're getting closer to the Black Panther major DLC. Right. Um, and so, if you're enjoying your time with all that stuff, and then you know a major hero with a new biome and, and all this cool stuff that they're adding to it is coming, I think that will lead more people to fully buy it to to play that one. And hopefully at that time, more people have PS5s and play the PS5 version because it's actually pretty damn cool. All right. all right.
0: Kyle, it's time to get your pitchfork out. Do you have a
1: torch handy? Uh, No, I'm Just light around. something on fire oh. when we're done here. Just light
0: something on fire. I got scissors. All right, fine. That works. Nathan writes in, I never wanted to say this, say say this to anyone or or how anybody should be fired, but I think Sony leadership needs to change at the top. How do us as the average consumer get the message through to Sony? Let's face it. PS5s will continue to sell for the next year or two. Sales won't be that method. Do we need a hashtag fire Jim Ryan hashtag trending? I mean, I hate to be negative. I really do. Um, I, I don't know if we need a, you know, Snyder Cut hashtag to get the point across, but, you know, Nate does make a, a a good observation here. It's honestly, it's if the sales change. I think, you know, if PlayStation 5s keep selling, if games continue to sell well there, and look, we know first party games are going to sell well there, right? But we're talking like third party indie games start moving away from, from PlayStation. I think that's when Sony will actually understand. I think they know they're behind right now. I think mm-hmm. they absolutely know they're behind in the services game. I think, you know, we've seen, and I think we talked about a little bit a few weeks back where we're seeing people move into a services like division in PlayStation, right? Leadership roles change into a subscription based, uh, like, like division. So we know things are happening there. Mm-hmm. We just don't know when those things are going to take place, but you're right. I don't know if things will change. Maybe do need a Snyder cut. You know, re- release the actual PlayStation now. <laughs> hashtag, but I, What's I, I,
1: I don't think we need a, a Fire Jim Ryan hashtag going because I, I just think Jim Ryan has a different view of what uh, how to run PlayStation and. It's I, don't think right it's, I don't think it's worthy enough to be fired mm-hmm. I, I don't i don't think he's he's bad at his job i just think he's really s- i'm thinking about it and the, even if i say it i it's gonna like contradict itself but like he knows that playstation is this thing and he knows mm-hmm. microsoft is this thing so why not keep making playstation be the best at what it does mm-hmm and, and and really... And, and like, people buy... Play, like, yeah, but it's selling out like crazy anyway. So, like, focus on that I don't think is necessarily a bad thing. It's not right. like it's not like these games are not going to be able to be played and purchased on your PlayStation. You'll still be able to play them, but, yeah, you'll just shell out a little bit more money than you probably should. I, I It kind of goes towards, like, my whole entitled thing earlier. I think things are... Okay, yes, right. they're a little frustrating, and I totally understand that. But I don't think it's worthy getting Jim Ryan out being over this yet.
0: It's kind of like the Pedro Pascal meme of like life is good. But yeah, it can be better.
1: <laughs> yeah, and I get that. Yeah, I get yeah.
0: that. And I think there is like what you were saying before. There is somewhere like once the games start coming out, the Returnals, the, the Ratchets, the Horizons the conversation starts changing for playstation but when we get these asinine moves of like let's just take out the playstation 3 store let's give people five months you know when we get these you know this is how you transfer your save data to from ps4 to ps5 for marvel's adventures and it's like doing arithmetic um you get these stories and you get these negative aspects and look there are if I'm PlayStation, I'm looking at like GameSpot, Kotaku right now, both running negative stories on you. You don't like seeing it, but it's truthful. Like people are like, I was a PlayStation guy, but this game pass is compelling me to go mm-hmm. be an ex-bro, you know? And that you're definitely seeing that. You, and I, I think this is where we're on the precipice to talk about earlier, getting to that arrogant Sony that we're all fearful oh, yeah. of. But I think this is a different bad, which is a complacent Sony. Mm, mm, um, mm-hmm. I don't think J- Jim is the wartime CEO that I feel like he needs to be. But, you know, talking about Jeff Grubb earlier, watching his show, the, uh, the, <laughs> the game mess show, he talked about, it. he's like, I think people are grossly underestimating Jim Ryan. Mm. And look, Jim, you know, Jeff knows more than us. So hopefully maybe he does have that insider knowledge that says maybe that there is something. Coming sooner yep. rather than later, but look, PlayStation needs to start talking and making moves like you know these half stuffs Like PlayStation now getting some really good games. I don't know. I don't. I don't think that's enough. I. Th- I think we do need to see something. That said, Kyle, we
1: got a lot of, two a lot of blog here. posts too. A lot of blog posts. Like like a little, maybe a little bit too much. Too much. I don't think a lot of a lot of people read the blog.
0: No, I you know it's. I I got ADHD. I got things to do.
1: (laughs) Give me visuals. Pretty things to look at.
0: Speaking of visuals and pretty things to look at, E3's got some news for us, Kyle. Some confirmations, even.
1: Robert Ramsey over at Push Square writes, E3 2021 confirmed for June. Sony nowhere to be seen. E3 2021 will go ahead as an online-only event. Organizer, The ESA has confirmed the digital show will stretch across three days, beginning on the 12th of June and ending on the 15th of June. And contrary to some recent rumors, E3 2021 won't be locked behind any kind of paywall. The ESA stresses that it will be free for everyone. The following publishers will be present during E3 2021 in some capacity Nintendo, Xbox, Capcom, Konami, Ubisoft Take Two Interactive, Warner Brothers Games, and Coke Media. I believe that's Coke yep. Media. It's not the other one Kyle Uh-uh. Perhaps unsurprisingly Sony isn't on the list It's obviously still subject to change But we're not betting on the Japanese giant's cooperation Let's not forget that Sony made a point Of stepping away from E3 back in 2019 As the company decided That it would be hosting its own events instead Sony was set to repeat this process In 2020 But the coronavirus pandemic put a stop to E3 Last year anyway Now I
0: god damn it This is the achievement haul this week I swear to god Xbox did come out, and Phil Spencer said this something along the lines of, "Yeah, we can't wait to be at E3 this summer with our other partners uh, later down in the few months." Like parap- paraphrasing there, so alluding that this show may be a medium to small event where we're going to see some other surprises maybe the big surprises somewhere in August or July with the you know the summer game fest with Jeff Keighley I just want to put this in here as verification that you know last week we talked about it E3 was you know thinking about charging people no it's a totally free event for folks to look at and I I, I don't know about you Kyle but I'm setting my expectations to what Phil Spencer said when when he's just like, yeah, we we're gonna be working with them and our other partners. It kind of gave me the illusion of like, this E three gonna be a lot smaller yeah. than we were thinking. And, and I don't blame Sony for
1: backing out of this one bit. And it is to note that the the list of the publishers here doesn't mean that every single one's gonna have their own show. Yeah, it just means they're gonna be present at the digital E three. So they'll probably have a way to play their games digitally, the demos yeah. somehow. Um, I think the biggest shocker is Konami. Is, yeah, you highlighted it just as I was about to say it. Like, what is Konami doing here? <laughs> what? What do they got for us? Metal Gear Survive Two? Are they bringing that back?
0: <laughs> the Game of the Year, Metal Gear Survive? Are you kidding me? Oh my god! Um, yeah. I definitely think this is Silent Hills.
1: Yeah.
0: Pregnant pause for a reason. Yeah, I, I I think this is uh this is one of those little Sony things that we'll get but not get. Like tangentially mm. via uh, mm. Konami. That's what I'm thinking.
1: Warner Brothers um, games is an interesting one too because we know everything they're making has been delayed.
0: Womp womp. Yeah, I think so. we're just going to see more of it. See more Gotham Knights. See hopefully Suicide Squad. And like maybe they're just mm. like, hey, listen, we saw Outriders, and we're going to do that <laughs> instead of Telltale you know, too,
1: right? Isn't that games not Telltale? Uh, Traveler's Sale, the Lego games. Isn't that yes. WB? Yeah, so yep. maybe the Star Wars thing there as well. Oh,
0: God, I hope. I can't That getting that. delayed really bummed me out.
1: Mm-hmm. That's
0: the the first ever Lego game I was like, I'm legitimately excited for. Take-Two as well, I don't think they're having a conference. I, I think a lot of these, like your take twos, your Coke Media, they're going to be booth, you know, virtual booths mm-hmm. on the stage in, like, Capcom. We know Ubi has the
1: their stage. Ubi Forward. Yeah. We know Nintendo... Has been not Again, there forever.
0: It's like with these companies, your Nintendos, your your Xboxes, your, your Ubisofts, your Playstations, they don't need this event, but I just think they need to be scheduled alongside each other so people don't get burnt out on these yeah. digital events, which happened last year. Like, we stopped caring after a bit. People stopped covering it because it's like, oh, my God, another one of these? Like, is there actual news I give a shit about? So... I think that's why E3 or like the summer game fest for Jeff Keighley matter here is just to get people to get that PR slot so that you get that barrage of news. Cause I feel like the barrage of news is better than the drip feed that we got last year. You know? So
1: when do we see a, a Sony thing before June 12th or after June
0: 15th? Oh, good question. Um, p- part of me wants to think bef- absolutely. They need to do something before.
1: June twelfth is a Saturday. Uh, Saturday, and the fifteenth is Tuesday.
0: Uh, I think they're, they'll have a they they'll have something to satiate our hunger for, for PlayStation first party stuff in the soon months to come. Like I would like to say, maybe in May, and then after that event, you can have your Sony event. Um, you know, or trickle it out. Like I think Sony last time, I think two years ago did a couple of little events before E3, and then a video feed after it, if I'm not mistaken. Maybe my I, memory's all crazy. I can't remember.
1: Yeah. And I put, think
0: they'll probably do something like that.
1: What do you think? I'm putting my money on June 10th, Thursday. Okay. Shake so then, on it.
0: Virtual shake.
1: For, wait, are you to my left or to my right?
0: Um, To, to your left. Oh, sorry, right, right, right. There you go. There you go. Yeah. Now we're shaking uh-huh. hands virtually.
1: I I think if you go June 10th and you do like the big Sony yeah. E3 like conference or presentation, you then have two days before E3 to kind of own that video game news space. Mm. And then going into it, yeah, if Konami is here and they have Silent Hills and that is a PlayStation game, you'll learn more about it at, there at the E3 thing.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I think if you're Sony, I think you definitely want to be after Xbox, and if you're Sony, you definitely want a more direct state of play somewhere in you know late May or or, or middle May, just to have something that kind of reassure people that they're here and they're talking to us. Yeah, I think that's what we need right now—some mm-hmm. reassurance. But yeah. That said, Kyle. Talk about reassur-
1: reassur- yeah, reassurance. <laughs> Bioware is doing it for me. Yeah? Feel
0: very reassured. Talk about that reassurance. Matt
1: Wales over at Eurogamer. Bioware offers detailed breakdown of Mass Effect Legendary's editions. Extensive changes. The Legendary Edition, if you're unfamiliar, bundles all three games in single-player DLC from the original Mass Effect trilogy and gives the whole thing a modern-day sheen with support for 4K and HDR and 60 FPS on PC and PS4 Pro PS5. A new post on the Bioware website breaks breaks these down still further, giving fans a comprehensive list of everything due on launch day. Combat in Mass Effect 1, which was originally intended to mimic the, quote, randomness of a dice roll and pen and paper stat building, end quote, will, for instance, be significantly tweaked in Mass Effect 1 to increase accuracy and reduce frustration. Bioware also promises specific changes to encounters, enemies, and how players engage in combat in Mass Effect 1, all intended to bring the experience more in line with its sequel. Arguably the most notable improvement to ME1, however, comes in the form of changes to the infamously wonky M35 Mako, frequently seen bouncing its way uncontrollably across planets in the original game. The Legendary Edition brings overhauled handling that promises a, quote, much smoother ride while still being lovable like before, end quote, plus faster shield recharging, new thrusters to help on awkward ter- terrain, improved camera controls, and more. Kyle? Yes.
0: This is the news I want. After all the medicine, we get the candy now. <laughs> yeah. This is, this is a reassurance because the Mako driving in Mass Effect 1, since you're a fake fan, I'll fill you in. Awful. <laughs> it's awful. and it, Don't give me the, don't give me the glasses down thing. Uh, It was awful. It, it was just, it was, it was rage inducing so much so that I gave up Mass Effect 1 midway through cuz I could not deal with mm-hmm. the Mako. And the one thing that they know is there's like a a planet that's full of lava. Um and it's it's like maneuvering in in that terrain was so awful that you just dip your little wheel toe in that lava, you're done. This mm-hmm. time no. You, you make a mistake, you get you have time. You have that's time good. to get out of Mustafar. So that's great. <laughs> um that said, I love everything that they're saying here. Because Mass Effect 1, and I'm looking at our good friend Ains from Season Gaming, my my co-host on the co-op cast, which you all should check out. Mass Effect 1's story is fantastic. I never got to beat it, though, or finish it, see it through fruition, because the gameplay and that goddamn Mako drove me away from it, <laughs> literally and metaphorically. So I'm happy to see that they're, they're saying we're going to have a more streamlined experience. One that is not, you know, one to one with Mass Effect 2, but closer to it. I like that. I like it a lot. Also, they're streamlining trophies together as well. So like 250 kills, I think was one of them. You can achieve that via all the way from Mass Effect 1 to Mass Effect 3. Yes. So yeah, they're going to have streamlined trophies. I wonder if this trophy lists how many trophies are going to be.
1: Yeah. Probably 70, 70 plus.
0: Jesus Christ.
1: I think the I think Mass Effect two had close to sixty.
0: That's what I'm saying. Th- like, is this are we gonna break hundred?
1: You got the Paragon and Renegade options too. Yeah. So So you're
0: thinking Paragon? like you got you got the, the good or bad options for Mass Effect one, two, and three. So that's yeah. six trophies right there. Mm. Right? And and then you're you're thinking your miscellaneous ones, pray to God there's no collectibles, you know, the suicide mission, all that. So, to me, I'm yeah, just thinking... ME2
1: had 59. Jesus. I'm it's... thinking, with this game, Kyle... ME3 had 69.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh! But there were probably, I, I think there you. were
1: multiplayer ones in that
0: right. one. Right. Oh, so, okay, they'll take out that multiplayer, which was yeah. good multiplayer, by the way. Um... Yeah, cool news. This is awesome. That's the palette clencher yeah. you need. I'm just thinking, dude, May, we're going to have, and I know I'm going to miss out. We're going to have Resident Evil 8, right? We're going to have Big Lady Step on my chest. I cannot focus. Um, We're going to have Deathloop. Yeah. Right? We're going to have Mass Effect Legendary Edition. Yeah. We're, all the games.
1: All the games. are coming out.
0: It seems like in May. And this one is like, we're giving you three in one. Yeah god bless with with
1: returnal still fresh in our minds yeah because that's end of april like we're good like i feel like
0: may comes out
1: we're fine i'm satiated. i'm very excited about this these mass effect one improvements Mm because yes i have never beaten the game i know fake fan over here blah 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 bull gatekeeping crap Uh Um, and
0: the gates closed kyle (laughs) Maybe you get to join but, us. We have a swimming pool. It's, in, it's in-ground it's in swimming, Kyle.
1: I could care less about your in-ground swimming pool.
0: Splash, 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 Kyle. Weather's getting splash. hot out there. Splash, splash.
1: <laughs> uh, but if they're making ME1 as close to ME2 and, yeah. and 3 I'm going to be happy because those are great. I, I love the what they did with the... I watched the video. I think it was an IGN breakdown of... Yeah. There was this infamous, I think, the Hub World in in one where they purposely put in walls and made you go around them because the game was still loading, the environment was still loading behind it. But mm-hmm. because of the power of the new consoles, they just took that wall out. So it's way less That's cumbersome awesome. of going down the stairs and around to get to where you're going. You can just go straight on through because the wall's gone. Like I, I wonder love how fast things. the
0: elevators are going to be.
1: Oh, they they showed they showed it off that. Oh, they really? Um. Cause yeah, again, never played one, but apparently those elevator rides are very, very long and unskippable. Yeah. Now yeah. they give you the option to skip it. Beautiful. And I think the load times went from 14 seconds mm-hmm. uh, on on the legendary edition to I think 52. Okay. In the original, so that's a that's a big that's, improvement. That's,
0: that's a great. huge improvement. Yeah, yeah, that's freaking awesome because. I have been playing some backwards compatible games, Kyle,
1: Ooh. on my
0: PlayStation 5. It's not impossible. And the thing that I experience a lot now because they're on my SSD is like, there's no loading. So like Tomb Raider, like, bam, I'm there in, in less than five seconds. Like, you know, uh, RE4, it's instant with, I'm playing Star Wars, uh, Republic Commando, which still holds up, by the way. <laughs> Not that great, but <laughs> <it's> still holding <laughs> up by duct tape by God. Uh, it is, it, it, it's like, you don't even have time to load. It's just like, it's instant. It's, it's, it's hilarious to see. So it's awesome to see that. Yeah. Those improvements are going to come with the Mass Effect legendary edition. This is such a day one purchase and we will be doing that podcast in the Mass Effect helmets. I swear to God, that's going to be the case. Are
1: you getting me a helmet?
0: Oh, fuck. Yes, I am.
1: Yes. <laughs> Happy birthday to me. Yeah I'm,
0: getting, yeah, I'm getting that helmet. Are you kidding me? I don't know how I'm going to fit my big, dumb, fat one. Oh, no, I meant in, are you man. getting
1: me a helmet? Oh, pfft. motherfucker, are you rich. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. I take back the happy birthday to me then. Oh, wait, it's your uh, birthday? Yeah, man, May 11th. Oh,
0: shit. We'll think about it. All right. We'll talk about if you're a good boy this year.
1: What What if you just find me a not real N7 helmet, a really, like, homemade,
0: Chinese obviously not off.
1: officially licensed, yeah. and you get me that one? And I'll wear it to compare? Deal.
0: Be <laughs> <laughs> like, Joe, it doesn't fit. I'm like, just, you know, put some olive oil on it. Make it. Make it. Why fit. does oh.
1: it say flammable? What? <laughs> <laughs>
0: Kyle listen this has been a terrific show I think we got real with our audience I think we share a lot of the same frustrations with our audience and it's awesome to see as a PlayStation podcast I see some others out there that it's just uh, it's like we're doing the PR for them and that's Mm -hmm. never what I want out of this show and I love that we can be critical of the thing that we enjoy because what we enjoy the most is games so I'm all, I'm, I'm all up for that. I'm, I'm, I'm digging what, what we, what we delivered this week. And I hope you all do as well. Please consider dropping us a five star review on iTunes. It really does help. It really does give me that boost of confidence. Uh, each and every week when I look at there's a new review, um, really doesn't mean a lot. That said, Kyle, before we go, I got a question for you. What you've been playing? Cause I heard you got this code for disco Alassium.
1: Elysium. Yes, Disco Elysium, the final cut uh, yeah. code provided to us from Studio Zaum, Z-A slash U-M. I don't even know if that's the right way to say it, but... Hopefully. Thank you, uh, team, for, for the code. Um, played it what's on stream about? with what's you. It, it is a... Very much a tabletop RPG kind of experience where you are rolling dice for success and fail- failures for everything you do. Uh, you don't have to press buttons. It just happens when you pick a certain choice. Mm-hmm. Um, the story is you might be a detective, but you wake up and not knowing who you are or remember mm-hmm. anything. Um, you have all the different parts of your personality and your brain, your psyche, your your knowledge, your um, intuition, your wit, your your physical part of your brain that controls all your motor stuff, yelling at you and all have their own little personalities. Um, it's pretty awesome. And mm-hmm. I did only play the two hours. Uh, I just haven't been in like a game-playing mood. That's fine. But from what I played, it is so geniusly written. It is such a well-written game, and I think what the Final Cut brings uh, that the original one did not is the voice acting, and the voice acting is top-notch. Yeah. It's incredible. I can't imagine playing this game without voice acting. Um, mm. It's so damn good. And it I was not expecting for it to be as funny as it is. I was laughing my ass off playing this game with you just because of the little things that your brain is talking to you or like you're talking to your necktie and having a full blown (laughs) conversation about these existential things and yelling at these people who clearly know what's happening. And you are still trying to figure out what, what, who you are, what you are, where you are. And you can kind of really lean into the bumbling idiot kind of role play. And I had a great time. Yeah. Like the, the 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 uh cafeteria owner, which is really he's just a bartender, let's be yeah. real dude. Uh <laughs> like yelling at me about you're a cop. Uh you should know what to do, and you can respond with I'm a cop cop, you're arrested. <laughs> Come here, yeah. let me let me put handcuffs on you. Just be very surface level yeah. and jokey and just kinda like playing up a role, what do you think? You would have to to say in that situation because you still are trying to figure things out. Uh, I really can't speak more on anything but the writing. Like the writing is perfect. Yeah. Art style is gorgeous. Like this watercolor kind of art style. It's great. Um, yeah, it's awesome. I cannot wait to keep going because I want to know who I am. <laughs> I want to know what's going on. <laughs>
0: yeah, that's the crazy thing. Like even as a backseat gamer like watching you play it was we were having fun of like building this character that is you and the brilliant thing about it is like yeah this could be any like detective drama noir setting but like this is like this dystopian type of you know dirty grimy civilization that we're in that we have no idea who we are Mm-hmm. And we're kind of picking up the pieces as we go. And people are looking at us like, what's going Like, you're a detective. Why? What? what yeah. Like, should I solve this con? Cause you seem to know.
1: Yeah. Can <laughs> you go cut the body down that's been hanging yeah. from the tree for a week? Yeah. <laughs> like those and kind so, of like, moments.
0: It, it, it adds to a, to a different type of tale where it's, it is like a mystery of like who you are. What happened to you? How did you get this way? And what happened to this person as well? And the characters that we meet, even just like the first lady you talk to, you know, is just like this just secondary character as of this moment and just voice acted terrifically and having these, you know, conversations that could very go one way or the other. And, and, you know, always coming out of a conversation, not knowing what you're going into, but coming out of it, feeling fulfilled no matter what outcome you got so Mm -hmm. far. It it felt it felt great. I, yeah. I really like what what they the story that they're telling there.
1: So far, if you're like a if you're looking for a action heavy game, so not far a, this is not the game for you. Yeah. I there's been no combat yet, mm-hmm. or any kind of like exciting yeah. action things. It's very story driven and picking your choices and role playing as a character. Yeah. Um. So if you if you're not looking for that kind of thing, uh. Wait, if you're not looking for... The-
0: if you are looking for that shooty, Thank shooty, you. bang, bang, this ain't it. This
1: ain't it. If you are, though, if you are love role-playing and role-playing games in general, this is 100% up your alley and a must-play.
0: I wonder where you left your gun, by the way. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, right?
1: <laughs> where did Let me talk it? about
0: <laughs> a game that is totally shooty, shooty, bang, bang, first and foremost, because I owe this game an apology, because when we oh. t- gave our impressions of it, I was like... This game seems just so bleh, so meh. Yeah. So blah. And I f- turned out loving this game.
1: And that's Outriders. Shocking.
0: Shocking. Uh, from
1: the outside, knowing what I played from the demo, being like, nah, like, the gameplay that. is cool, but everything else really brings it down for me. Shocked that this is everyone's favorite game of all time, it feels like. (laughs) Absolutely shocked. Good for for People Can Fly. I'm happy people are digging their game. I'm just completely blown away by everyone being attracted to it like a moth to a a light You know what it is,
0: dude? It is... There's nothing out right now. Yeah. Yes, Game Pass and, you know, but it's not even just that. Like, Steam numbers are just through the roof. Sure, yeah. And so, you know, this game is... Uh, there's a lot wrong with it. Like, voice acting is not good. The story, for me, very forgettable. The world that they're building is... Not to say devoid of personality, because there's personality there, but I. it, it kind of r- reminds me of Disintegration as the game. Its art style is kind of similar there, like... If you got out of the, the, you know, your tank in disintegration and you were just a foot soldier, that's what it kind of feels here. It's, it's very like Gears of War grimy meets nineties type of art style that usually wouldn't speak to me. But Kyle, the gameplay is king here. Like every single time I'm getting into a fight, I have these special abilities. It's kind of like Gears of War meets, uh, Destiny in terms of like, I have these really cool abilities that, my gear affects in really interesting ways. Like I'm a I'm a devastator, which means I'm a tank. I can have rock armor. People will shoot their bullets at me, they just deflect off me. Put that on your resume awesome... by the
1: way. Hi, yeah, I'm, I'm a devastator. I'm a devastator. <laughs> yeah.
0: You have like a pyromancer that can ha- like create tornadoes of fire or like yeah. That's what I played in the demo. Pyromancer. Yeah, that like has like mortar fire and all of those powers are so cool, so unique in the gear the the loot chase is so fantastic because the gear actually affects your abilities. So you can have multiple abilities. Like, for example, you can have, instead of one ground pound, you can have two or three, they stack, Mm -hmm. right? You can have it so that like, you know, your armor makes you regenerate health rather than take damage. And those things affect the way you play because you may not be into an ability like, you know, or you think you might not be into an ability, but then you get this piece of gear that alters it in such a sort of way that you kind of test that ability out and it makes you just feel like a complete badass. And when Mm -hmm. you're playing with your friends and all the abilities are going off in the battlefield and there's just mayhem and blood everywhere, it just feels fantastic. Yeah. It just feels like every every instance I'm walking in, I'm like, okay, we got this and walking out, I'm feeling like a badass. It's yeah. always that, oh, shit, that looks cool moment.
1: So, a couple so, things. Yeah. I wish they had that in the demo with the loot. Yeah. I felt like, well, in the demo we played, the loot was just kind of there. There wasn't there the enhancement of abilities as far yeah. from, like, my gameplay. I didn't get any of that stuff, which is kind of a bummer. It's very
0: much RNG. Because, yeah. like, my Xbox playthrough, I didn't get any of the, the cool stuff. But on my PlayStation playthrough, mm-hmm. so much I like this game, Kyle, playing out on two consoles. Number two,
1: um, that, is, that is a thing that, bummed me out and it kind mm-hmm. of pushed me away even further. What's that? because uh, 'cause you're not the first person to say this. Uh, uh Rihanna from G four, uh, mm. front of the show, she tweeted out like, Oh, this game is best played with other people. And it is. that it that is a turn off for me personally as like a single player person. Also in addition mm-hmm. to seeing that you don't scale up to other people you're playing with. Right. So it's going to be real tough sledding for you if you hop in with somebody who's a higher level. Or and, world tier yeah. or whatever there's, their version is. Yeah,
0: there's world tiers. So like world tiers kind of works like as a Diablo um way of of, of like you're playing the same level, but the difficulty is scaled and the enemies are, are harder, which means you get better loot. Um there is some matchmaking issues for sure, but I have played mostly single player on my PlayStation 5. And yeah, I've died a few times here or there. But I definitely feel like I can do it. And maybe it's because I'm a devastator and I'm more tanky and I can take more hits and mitigate damage real well. Mm -hmm. Um, But honestly, I I haven't had the issue that a lot of people have. So maybe that's because I've put these Gunner glasses on. Gunner, give us a promo. What are we going to do? Shout out to you, Gunner. You know? No. These are knockoff $20 things. Anyway, that said, like, yeah, I'm not having an issue playing solo whatsoever. But it would be awesome if we can play Kyle if you, if mm-hmm. if you want to pick up a pick up the sticks as the cool kids say go you know, let's go for it i'll um, say so, cuz
1: yeah. that being said i do it's one of those things where i get affected by fomo really hard yeah the fear everybody. of missing out if if, yeah. if uh, nobody knows what the FOMO means. And seeing everybody just having a great time with this game, and I'm sitting over here just counting the, down the days until MLB The Show and watching yeah. the Mets lose in real life. Um, <laughs> I'm itching, and I, and I might pull that trigger. I just... Literally. I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. We'll see. Um.
0: The last game I do want to just touch on, because it was the PlayStation Plus game. Very brief impressions, but I'm an hour in to, uh, Oddworld, Oddworld? Soulstorm. Storm. PlayStation Plus for PlayStation 5 owners. Kyle, I think this is right up your alley. Really? I think this is a Kyle game. So far, right. so good. Um, I just made it through a few of the cutscenes. And when I was looking at it, I was like, free on PlayStation Plus. Awesome. This is great. Fine. We see it. You, you, you know, our old shtick. We're tired of seeing this game on, on state of yes. Place. Yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I did not know it was supposed to be 50 bucks. And I'm like, oof, that's expensive. That's a very expensive title. Maybe it's like 10 bucks cheaper on the PS4, but even then I'm like, oof, that's, a, that's expensive for an indie game. The cinematic work that the team has done over there at Odd Worlds Inc. Mm-hmm. Fantastic. The voice acting as well. Top notch. Kyle, this, this game. The, the performances. I already got emotional with the second scene and I feel like I need to make it through. Cuz there wow. there's Oddworld has heart that I've seen so okay. far. And the platforming is easy enough where I don't feel like a big dumb dumb idiot. I am using the environment to solve like, you know, little puzzles while I'm being shoot at shot out shot at with guys with machine guns, but you know, the platforming element is Kind of like, I hate to use this analogy, but like Super Mario in terms of it's 2D, side scroller, but you're actually moving around like it's a railroad track. So you're not stuck stuck on a same scene. The scene actually moves around as you're moving in certain sections of the map, and it makes the world feel a lot more lived in and kind of just gives it a a really, it gives it a, a really unique vibe that I didn't think I'd be getting with this game. I know a lot of people that love Oddworld, and he always freaked me out as a kid Mm -hmm. because of the sewn mouth thing. But honestly, Abe so far, um, really awesome. Like, you see that he has this responsibility, this weight that's on him that he doesn't want to have, but it's been thrusted upon him, and there's just a lot of regret in those eyes. And... um. Yeah, I'm, How, I'm. I'm into that. How's I'm the puzzle
1: it. kind of stuff? Have you run into any puzzles yet?
0: Nothing that gets me frustrated. Okay. Um, I've already died plenty of times in this game, but mm-hmm. so far I haven't gotten to the part where like I'm, you know, I have like little followers following me, like Pikmin or or Lemmings. So I'm okay. very early in, very early in, but and I'm digging it.
1: Have you noticed does this game take advantage of like the game help feature and the cards?
0: Not so much the game help feature. I haven't noticed that yet because I'm okay. a big idiot. I don't look at that stuff, but the dual sense haptic and triggers are there in full force and nice. it feels great. Sweet. When games take advantage of the controller, it actually feels fantastic. And All right. yeah, so, um, give this a try. Uh, you know, if you're a PlayStation Plus user, it's literally there for you to download. So yeah. what is there to
1: lose? And yeah. your weekly reminder, just add it to your library anyway, yeah. if you're PS Plus owner. Yeah, should do if that for every it. game. Just do it.
0: You have the phone app. You just go ahead and do yep. it. Just do it. <laughs>
1: That's my worst Arnold impersonation.
0: I'm going to go back Get down. somewhere. Get to down. Just do it. Download the game on play PlayStation Plus. Download. <laughs> Kyle, listen, this has been a terrific show up until that impersonation. I'm sorry. <laughs> please don't rate us a, five, a one-star. But please hey. rate us five stars. But
1: you're a devastator.
0: I'm a devastator. I break hearts and break faces.
1: I put put that riders. on a shirt. Hi, I'm Joe. I'm a devastator. I'm a
0: devastator. <laughs> uh, sir, this is an application for Chili's. <laughs> <laughs> and I just need the world to know and Chili's management to know I'm the devastator.
1: <laughs> and who would
0: call me as such? I'm devastator. I'll it's... be your <laughs> weeder this evening. It turned into Step Brothers real quick. Sh- 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 shut your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> shut-, sh- 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 shut your mouth. Kyle that's it that's been the trophy room this week what an episode it's been it's been a wild ride but yeah Kyle anything you want to say you want to show off before you hit the road here
1: I'll show off myself Mr Step on Twitter and on PSN uh you can find me and over at 61 com and 61 indie on on all social, socials including YouTube and Twitch uh where we cover indie games and um some exciting things that seem to be in the work as well while we were while we were recording you got I'm sorry i I was stumbling a lot this episode uh there's some cool maybe interviews being planned out, Ooh. so check out all our socials there uh very soon. Awesome. And like always, you can find me over
0: at Mr. BadBit over on Twitter. You can find the show at PS Trophy Room on Twitter as well. You can find the show on YouTube. The video version is there for you. Uh, and you can find us on any podcast source, whether that is Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, now tune in and iHeartRadio. If we aren't on a platform of your choice, let us know and we will fix it as soon as possible. But with all that said, And with all that out of the way, everybody, keep hunting, and keep playing PlayStation. Have a nice one.
1: Oh, you added the have a nice one. Oh, yeah, I did.